WCB Podcast, your source for all things Chicago Blackhawks and everything hockey, with your host, Let's do it. Jerem and Tanner. All right. It's another edition of the WCB Podcast, part of the Hockey Podcast Network, presented by DraftKings. It's Jerem. It's Tanner. It's Noli. What is going on, guys? Nothing much, man. Hockey is done. <laughs> Over. Benito. The draft the, is on its way. <laughs> yes. The best part of the year is coming. In yes. two weeks. Two weeks. Two, two weeks. weeks. two weeks. Not one. Two. But, yeah, so season officially came to an end. That's why we held off recording yesterday because we all knew this was going to happen. And I mean, by the time no, it was going to happen, but it was definitely, like, a very possible thing. <laughs> I think it was probably 99% sure that Vegas was going to wrap this up in game five. Yeah, and then turn into a hundred the second Kachuk was announced out. Yeah, yeah, and you could tell by um, the way the betting odds were because the day before, like it was like minus one twenty for Vegas to win or whatever, and then day of it was like minus one eighty. So everybody was betting Vegas to win it. Well, I'm just glad I just hammered the fuck out of you, <laughs> Maple. <laughs> But we will get to that in a second. We do have a little bit of hot talk going on here. Um, I guess before we get into like the main thing, we know we really didn't do like an end of the season, like takeaway and all that kind of stuff. But before we get into that, there's some little pieces of news that came through between the last time we recorded and today. Uh, one of the big one is we we're kind of wondering who was going to get resigned, come back to, to the team of the free agents. And we got our answer with uh, Andreas Anthony signing a two-year, $8.5 million contract with an average hit of 4.25 per year. I don't I don't hate it. One uh, of the most difficult names, and you nailed it. I was going to say, all the practicing before we start recording, guys. <laughs> I nail it every time. For some I don't understand why I can say, like, these really hard names, but basic ones. I No, what was it the other day that you couldn't say? We were like, oh, you were trying to – say mike richter but you were saying <laughs> richter Ritter? 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 Yes. yeah i was like what the fuck? <laughs> uh but yeah all our uh all our prayers are answered with the one free agent that we brought back so we're good yeah <laughs> all we need baby i think that's i mean i still think that's a low risk decent reward type of contract for him i mean he he did really oh, yeah. well towards the back and i think he led the team in points after the yeah. trade deadline, he hit the twenty goal mark. He actually yeah. he played really well, like with no one on the team to play with him. Yeah, he yeah. really did. Like I, his hands are nasty. He's got yeah. foot speed. Like he, he's a good player, but like he's gonna be perfect for this year and next year. Like just the two years. Like it's, I think it's yeah. a perfect signing. Like it's not too much money either. Like it's just, it's it's just a perfect, perfect fit right now. I love the, the, the comments about it being like, wow, what an overpay. It's like, yeah, bud, we have to spend like $20 million to get to the cap floor, and we're not looking to <laughs> to like really get that much better. Well, like I was going to say, too. saving all that for three years when Bedard needs his extension. <laughs> yeah, you think it's an overpay, but it's like, you, yeah, you realize that this is probably setting the tone for the type of contracts that we're going to be signing this offseason. It's going to be in the mm-hmm. one, two-year range, probably between three and five million. 
you know, per depending on the player and all that kind of stuff. I mean, I don't, I mean, if you want to bring in guys to a shit team where you're not expecting to do well, and you're only going to sign them to one, two, or three years, you're going to have to overpay them. And that's completely fine because they have to hit the the cap floor. Like, that's completely fine. Like, if by now you don't understand that um, Davidson knows what he's doing, then just just stop talking, please. Yes. Right. (laughs) It's almost like a little reward as an overpay as well because he's like, I thank you for sticking with this team. Like, you – like, you know that this isn't the best situation to, like, be put into to, like, win a cup or anything. But he enjoys playing in Chicago. I'm sure it's what it seems like is that he enjoys playing for for Richardson. Like, yeah, man. Like, thanks for thanks for sticking with it. Here's a little little payday for you. And then, I mean, come, honestly, come year he... two when playoffs and trade deadline comes around, if he's still, like, producing and playing better he might be able to just might be on a team like that's playoff bound and honestly like he goes anywhere else where he like he goes to like a playoff team most of those playoff teams are have to be below the cap so he's probably getting a one-year deal like not that much money and he's not gonna be playing a ton so like he's gonna be playing a shit ton here and this is probably the most money he's gonna make this year out of like out of anywhere he could have gone they set up pretty well yeah, it just works both ways, I think. And it's a good retainable salary. You're looking at just over two million if if the mm-hmm. Hawks retain salary to move him. All this, yeah, it's a great, yeah. great yeah. move. And I love the fact that Domi put in his Instagram yeah. story the con- congratulations, the picture of him and Anthony on the ice, and I'm just like, come home, come back, yeah. like let's come go, home. <laughs> come home. He's been like yeah. seven different homes. <laughs> yeah, he also was only here for like six months. Don't care. Six months is a home. Yeah, it was Let's probably go. the shortest stint he had out of any team we played for besides Dallas. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Carol in Carolina. Like those are oh, those yeah, are both, Carolina, like the yeah. same kind of like maneuvers. Um I would still yeah, I mean getting Domi back would be fantastic. It, it also if he signed they signed identical contracts last year with one one mil or one year three million. Like just do it again. Just two years and then what was it eight two five? <laughs> yeah, would honestly you... if you if you give him that third year. Wouldn't be upset about it. I was gonna say, would you guys would you guys be against giving Domi a little bit more term? No, not really, because I don't think that hurts the team in the long run. He's definitely a guy that like really showed that he could be the heart of the of this team that like doesn't have like a face of it. Mm -hmm. Which I mean will completely change come two weeks from now, but (laughs) yeah. And um, I mean supposedly two two years the cap's gonna like take a big jump. So I mean Hopefully, those contracts are way look way less than they even do right now. Oh, exactly. That's that's one of the the good things about these contracts that have been coming out that might seem like an overpay now, but it's only going to seem like that because the, the cap hasn't gone up mm-hmm. in the last like three years. So all the all the teams that signed big de- or guys to bigger contracts in like 2019, 2018, like are not looking too good right now because the cap didn't go up for them. But like they got fucked. Yeah, <laughs> they got real fucked. They got fucked. <laughs> I'm just curious too, like in general across the NHL, not just Hawks on these free agents, like what type of deals are they going to be like, let's take a bridge deal here. Or are they just going to try to make their money and take care of it? Like that's going to be, it's going to be a very interesting off season. I think across the board come free agency. It's funny. Like hearing like rumors about like certain guys that like either are going to be free agents, July one or like July one next year. Um, Like Matthews, they're talking about like, 
a three four year like another bridge deal but like 15 million or something crazy like just stupid money but then they're talking like Debrinket wants term like it's it's just funny like where these guys are at like because Matthews knows like he's gonna make even more money the more the cap goes up like the more he's yeah. gonna be make where to bring it it's like lock me in for as long as you can and i can make as much money as i can in that period i feel like yeah just like i don't want to worry about this for like two three years down the line like just Mm -hmm. let's get an eight-year deal in and be good right and like like i said matthews is like he's just going to keep progressing where to bring it kind of had a fall off this year not saying he's not like he didn't have a decline i would say but like just new place like new faces like he yeah. just definitely fell off a little you know you know what you're getting out of austin matthews to bring it it's like it's okay well is it giving me the 40 goal to bring it you, know is what it you can be- get out of him but you're oh yeah it's there yeah yeah he, so he it's just, like he, he needs the playmaker on the on the team to be yeah. on the same line as him and then I'm just not saying that he can't do it on his own, but he definitely thrives with with somebody's feeding him and like can feed him anywhere he's at, like mm-hmm. have that connection. But yeah, so it's gonna be it's gonna be so fun. Kane, Kane to Ottawa. <laughs> Patrick Kane to Ottawa. What? That's what I heard. Kane Ottawa. What? We got new owners. Uh, yeah. But no, it's gonna be funny. Like the guys who are like gonna make a shit ton of money are probably gonna be signing like three, four year deals, and the guys like that just want to make money are going to sign like eight as as far out as they can yeah guys i want to be like you know what in four years when people are like why the fuck did we sign that contract those are the kind of guys i'm 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 very interested (laughs) to see like we could be those guys yeah (laughs) (laughs) the buyout candidate the future buyout candidates oh god but hopefully the hawks aren't going to be in a position that we can trade for those contracts at that point but no well, I don't think, man. I, I think we already have one of those on our team, but whatever. Dude, the Hawks are set up like oh, yeah. all of this could not have happened in a better time for Chicago because it's like you have three years before the cap really goes up. You get a generational talent coming in. So you have three years to plan around and plan what his next contract's going to be and set this team up for that. It's like, I don't know of a, has there been a better like rebuild situation? In the NHL, am I just being biased because it's the Blackhawks or what? Because I'm like, yeah. I just everything just seems so too good to be true with this the situation for Chicago. Yeah, yeah. It, it, I think the, what you're saying is COVID really worked out well for the Blackhawks. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you're trying to get at? Yeah, pretty much. It's like when you're structuring like uh, Bedard's next deal, like you're gonna clearly look at the ones that were signed around, like like Matthews and McDavid. And if he hasn't produced like them, you have the argument of being like, well, maybe you're only going to be doing like 11 million for like eight mm-hmm. years. And it's like the cap's going to be going up and then we're going to have so much space still. And like that 11 million doesn't hurt as much as like McDavid's 12.5 when the cap's only like 82 million. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, I'm sure he's going to fucking succeed like crazy. <laughs> it's just going to be like, here's $22 million. <laughs> you, you write what you want and we'll give it. <laughs> We're What's just gonna write. Max? Isn't there like a percentage that like max? Yeah, max? yeah. I think the max right now is like fifteen. Fifteen. Yeah. It'll probably be close to like seventeen. Oh, like fifteen million. Yeah. Yeah. What's that percentage? I wonder. I can't even think. It's not like twenty. It's not like a twenty percent of the overall salary. Is it? Is that too high? Twenty five percent, possibly. Is it too low? Well, I don't know the exact like it's too low. <laughs> <limit>. <laughs> I thought I was stretching with 20%. You come out with 25. Fuck. Well, 
shit, man. Well, it's like it's what eighty two and fifteen be the max, so you just do fifteen divided by eighty two. Yeah, yeah, but I'm not doing that in my head. I was just trying to figure out other shit. I don't know why that didn't work. (laughs) You can't use calculators. You can't do anything. Uh, it's like eighteen percent. Okay. Yeah. All right. So twenty, give or take. Twenty seventeen was the last year that was good. I have a I have a counter Bedard <laughs> question. Yeah, what's up? But I don't. Should we save it for the draft preview? No, because I mean the draft preview is basically be like preview. I kind of okay. want to talk more about like everything after Bedard. Like, are, obviously, he's one. Are you are you guys worried at all that no. he's no. getting overhyped? Zero. Zero. Zero percent. Are you are you concerned at all that that could be a factor no. on him? No. Just I'm just curious. The kids, like, the kids, I've the kids seen... ice cold. Yeah. <laughs> just he, he performs even better on the bigger stages, Dude, like World Juniors. Are you kidding me? That golden goal that he scored for the World Juniors, just fucking disgusting. That was the golden goal, right? Or was that to send them to the championship? That was know. to send them to the championship. Them, okay, yeah. yeah, but like. That's the perfect scenario. The guy, it wasn't even like a garbage goal. He walked two people and just gave himself an empty net and just yeah. Well, the goalie was also playing coming. phenomenally that game too. The whole like game. He, nothing was beating him. No, and um, we should have all known he was coming to Chicago when he threw in the heartbreaker. Like it yeah. was just yeah, it was just sign sealed delivered right there that he was coming here. Like just punched his ticket. That was the Eichel. I'm coming for you, Buffalo. Right yeah, there. absolutely. I hope it goes way better than Eichel. And Buffalo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, East Vegas do not trade for Bedard ever. Um, no, yeah, like like Tanner said, like this kid's just the biggest stage is he just rises up. Like when he went to uh, Regina, the Pats, like yeah. that team wasn't anything, and like they were worried that he was gonna leave because he was so good and they were so bad, and he just he stuck out the process and brought that team to uh, the playoffs this year and like almost willed them to the Memorial Cup. Like, what was it in 22 Jump Street? It was like, do not let him know he's good. He will yeah, be the yeah, shitty yeah. program. <laughs> exactly. Um, he did. So this also just came to me as you're talking about him. So the NHL scouting combine mm, uh, yes. was this last weekend. So height, he came in at five Five nine and a quarter, um, three quarters, three quarters in height, a hundred, a hundred and eighty five pounds. Yeah, hundred eighty five pounds. But this kid fucking is jacked already. Before even before putting on his NHL weight, holy oh, yeah, shit! Dude. Well, that's the thing. Yeah. Like, if you want to compare him to like all the other people that are probably around five nine, five ten, those guys are only probably about one fifty, like one sixty. Like one sixty, yeah, max one sixty, yeah. Um, so he's he's got mass. Plus, yeah. he, that's for like, the strength, like the pull ups. I think he like finished. Four, he had second. Tied, yeah. He had fourteen tied tied for second. second. Yeah, and pull ups. So I, I was honestly like, seeing him, like seeing how like big he was, like muscular wise, was like kind of shocking this weekend to see him like that. Like, I mean, we should have all figured that yeah. he was actually big size, but like most of those guys, you hear like. Oh yeah, they're gonna have to put on some muscle. Like they got the skill, but you're gonna have to put on muscle. This kid doesn't have to fucking put on any muscle. No, like, but he's going. He's gonna. End he's up, going to. Like, yeah, that's the thing. Like he's every player that gets like joins the league and like has to build on muscle or like get a little bit bigger. Like they're smaller. 
they once they get to the NHL, they get the better, you know, treatment within the, the organization. Yeah, yeah, better nutrition, all that shit. And like the kid's never had fast food in his life, yeah. his I mom know. said. How could you like, get better? Like, like this kid, <laughs> kid, I'm telling you, he's a fucking robot. Like everything yeah. he does, he's a fucking robot, and I love it. He I just max- want to go back and go back to the like the playing his best on the biggest stage. Uh, I just want to mention that in the playoffs this this past playoffs. 20 points in seven games, 10 goals, 10 assists. That was the yeah. first round too, right? That was the only round. <laughs> yeah. Like first round that they, yeah, they lost in seven. Yeah. Yeah. He put up 20 points in seven games in the playoffs. Also, um, Johnny Goudreau is 5'9", 165. So yeah, we nailed yeah. that. <laughs> and he's been in the league. How long? <laughs> we'll see. That was oh, the only yeah, thing. That, yeah. 2013 was, was that when he was drafted? Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. The other thing with that too is everybody was like, "Oh, with his size, he's so." Because nobody, this is before the combine. People were like, "He's small. Maybe the Hawks are going to move him to winger. Is he going to be able to to be a center in this league?" Because um, that doesn't even matter though. He's going to be like phenomenal. Seeing, I, yeah, his his commitment to the game. I guarantee, if he doesn't play well at center, just like because it'll what be faceoffs. Is that what's going to be the deal? Like faceoff. He, he will. I mean, tr- corner he will, battles. He will probably take. The entire like off season, just doing nothing but faceoffs. He, like he'd be like he'd be like Crosby and McDavid when they're like, I think I want to score more goals, and they go out and win the rocket. Like he's gonna be like <laughs> the best centerman in the league the next year if he has a rough year, like rough go on faceoffs. And fucking what is it? Um, there's a lot of like just a little bit more of a draft preview, but there's talk about like what we're gonna do at 19, and some people are saying that they're gonna they might go with Gabe Perot, who son of Yannick Perot. Love the old face off king, yeah. And I mean, if that kid comes in, Yannick just comes on down, like starts showing the guard how it's done. Yannick already works with the Hawks. Is he still work with the Hawks? Yeah, he, sure stuff... he still was because he... everywhere it said it, it didn't mention that he still worked with the Hawks anywhere. I was seeing anything about so, his son. So he he coaches the uh, Chicago Mission. Uh, okay, he comes into he comes in my work occasionally to pick up stuff. Um, oh wow. Yeah, and he, yeah, he so he's not technically a coach for the Blackhawks, yeah. but he still goes in and like you know like when they're at fifth third and stuff like that. He's like that. a consultant, like, kind of. Yeah, like he'll go in consultant. there when he's at the rink and the players consultant. are at the rink. Exactly. Yeah, that's that's one hundred percent what it's like. So it's like he'll still be around him. So it's like let's bring Johnny Tazen back. I mean, in a coaching role or something when he decides to, if he decides to hang it up. Yeah, I mean. He would be, I think he would be great. But didn't we mention that he would also be a good like front office guy? Mm-hmm. So, but front office, come down, do the face off, say, you know, he's going to want to hop on the ice. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Are you kidding? But um, just a couple other quick things from the combine. Um, he also maxed out the VO2 bike test that tests your, his stamina, maxed that out. Mm. Um, Ben just per- seems like the most brutal. Like, I was watching videos and like guys are talking about like how you like some guys just throw up in that thing and like just keep going because like you can't take the mask off and I'm like, just that just looks like the fucking worst time of your life. <laughs> Bedard is just a ride in the park. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, ninety three inch uh horizontal jump because that'll I mean has nothing to do oh, with horizontal. Oh my god, yeah. I was thinking in the air. I was like, holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> That's not possible. <laughs> man, he's got abs. Why is he why isn't he in the NBA? Oh man. Web. 
So, I mean, the kid is going to be fucking great. And he also had a quote during the combine. It would be awesome about being drafted with the Hawks. It would be awesome. I mean, the history of that organization, the city where the sports would be unbelievable. We'll see what happens. But to select me, it would be a huge honor. That's that's another part where, like, you were talking about, like, is the hype going to get to him? I, like, the way he talks, like, he still just talks, like, it'd be so cool if I went number one overall. Like, you're yeah. going number one overall. Like, yeah. it, he's you could tell him, like, nothing's getting to him. He's just yeah. enjoying the moment. He's like, I really hope I go, like, I get drafted. It's like, yeah, you're going to get drafted first, bud. Like, what the <laughs> what fuck? It was always oh, my dream to get drafted in the NHL. Yeah. Well, Anything can number happen. one overall. Like, oh, that's as, cool. as long as I get drafted, like, I'll be happy. <laughs> as long you're as not I get going, like, shift. seventh round, dude. Yeah. As long as I get a shift in the NHL, you know, I hope I don't get passed this year. <laughs> yeah, right? Oh, my God. I, I hope his like... meeting with the Hawks at the Combine, it was more of a, like, all right, well, here's the neighborhoods you, you want to look at for a house. Um, what number do you want officially? What yeah. number? All this yeah. kind of stuff. Like, I hope it was like an in and out conversation kind of thing. Davidson's just like, can I have your signature? Yeah. <laughs> I want to be the so person stoked. in Chicago. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> it's just um, a contract that he's actually having him sign. Like, right <laughs> <laughs> want to just sign this now or? See, the NFL used to allow that. Like, they used to be able to sign the first overall pick the day before the draft. So that would be that would be cool. Like, if you sign it, and so boom, here's your number one jersey, and then they drop out, drop the uh, the ninety eight or sixteen, whatever he's going with. I hope it's ninety eight. I can't do sixteen. I can't do twenty years of sixteen. What if he he just does like sixty (laughs) nine, dude? Somebody of his, like, his potential caliber rocking 69 would be the greatest thing of all time. <laughs> Can you imagine just if he retires and like everything's projected exactly how we like we're thinking it's going to, and he, yeah. we just get number 69 in the rafters one day. <laughs> Blackhawks all time fr- franchise leader in points, number 69. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's hilarious. Oh, shit. how do we get there? Yeah. Anthony yeah, to see you. Anthony to see you resigned. Yeah, he signed yeah, in a few years. <laughs> um, yeah, other other quick little housekeeping things here. Uh, Darren Pang. That's hey. not a quick housekeeping thing. This is unbelievable. Yeah, <laughs> Panger. Darren Pang is going to be joining the Chicago Blackhawk broadcast team. Uh, Kobe Cohen is going to be leaving the broadcast team. Just as exciting. <laughs> and for two seconds, I got Kobe Cohen and Chris Vosters mixed up. And I got really excited. And then I was like, oh, wait, no. But this, I'm, I'm happy with this. Darren Pang. Hey, this is a, a step in the right direction. Yeah. I'll tell you holy, what. Holy jumping, are you? Holy right? jumping. <laughs> fucking excited. You guys talk about home. this isn't quick housekeeping, and then you guys literally say, like, two things. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't want to just pass it over. Like, that. that I'm very excited. And, like, Cohen yeah. makes me very happy because I, I couldn't stand him. But um, I don't know if there's anybody in, honestly, definitely the NHL, but, like, in, like, sports broadcasting that is a happier person than Darren Pang is at all times. He's never not happy. And his giggles are just the funniest things in the world. <laughs> and I can't wait for a full season of it. It's going to um, be great. I love, like, have you ever met him? No. I met him when I was a mite. And I towered him over him. him. I was going to say. <laughs> towered <laughs> over him. I looked down at him when I met him. <laughs> he Seven is years so old. tiny. My favorite picture <laughs> 
is did we send in the group chat of him wearing Vasilevsky's goal equipment? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, it I is so I funny. Know. It's like up to his chest, the the leg pads. It is <laughs> it is amazing. Um, I, I love the. I think it was last season or like the season before in in EA and NHL they put Darren Pang in it, and like you could have him in like the hockey ultimate team. And I remember playing against a team with him, and it was just like you could just shoot top shelf from anywhere, <laughs> and it would go in because he's so <laughs> tiny in the game. And just, it was just like, it was the funniest thing. And I was just like, oh my god, they did him so dirty, <laughs> and he was only like a seventy-eight overall. It's just like, what the hell is the point? But so fucking good. So far, you know, over his head and still go bar down. Yeah, basically. Yeah, <laughs> right. Trivia question. Trivia question. Do you know how tall he is? He's like 5'4, isn't he? What if he was 5'9? Five, five, same as Bedard. Is he 5'6? Five, he's 5'5. Five, five. Five, uh, right between. Yes. <laughs> the, <laughs> second, the second shortest goalie to play in the NHL behind only the one and only Roy Shrimp Warders. Uh, that's a really what, 19, 1927. Let's see. Played for the old uh the uh the Montreal Montreal Maroons. Well yeah, yeah he played for the New York Americans. <laughs> that's okay. Very close. <laughs> that's fucking good. Yeah. Uh, he played for the Pittsburgh Pirates, the Montreal uh, Canadians, and the New York Americans. Good stuff. First Pirates. That's a baseball team. He was 5'3". Jesus. That's what is, well, it was a lot easier then. They didn't lift the puck at all. He yeah, had 66 true. career shutouts. Yeah, dude. They didn't lift the puck, and he had he didn't have to go down. <laughs> yeah, he's closest <laughs> to the ice. Yeah. 66 career shutouts? Yep. What? He was the 1929 Hart Memorial Trophy winner. <laughs> What the fuck was, is it? Poked out of his mind. I was, I was like, I was just shooting it like 1927, but yeah, it is 1920, <laughs> like fucking 1929 Hart with Memorial winner. Oh 1931 Vesna Trophy winner. Holy crap! He's the first NHL goalie to record back-to-back shutouts, and he was inducted into the Hockey Hall of Fame in 1969. Jesus, what was his name again? Shrimp. Roy Warders, nicknamed Shrimp. <laughs> Roy Warder, Warders. That's crazy. Hey, hockey history. There you go. It's a hockey lesson today. Man, I feel like if I played hockey in 1929, I would have a thousand shutouts. <laughs> <laughs> you'd be like, you go into Butterfly and everybody would be like in, um, Oh fuck! Tropic. Uh, th- oh, uh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, semi pro. Go flying through the air like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> semi pro on the Flint Tropics. I'm not quite sure what just happened. Foul. No, two fouls. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Um, but also, so also leaving the Hots broadcast booth is Patrick Sharp, who is going to the going. Philadelphia Flyers. Where he's going to be special advisor to hockey operations. That's awesome. It's good for him, man. Yeah, moving up. I mean, I thought he he was doing a good job, like on the broadcast team. Like he he came a long way from when he first started. But um, I'm sure they yeah. offered him a lot of money. So 
Well, they they said that they <laughs> the were supposedly role. yeah they said they were supposedly talking to him about coming back next year, and then he got this offer, and then there was also rumors that he was going to take Keith Jones' spot on TNT. Mm-hmm. But I mean, yeah, fuck it, why not? I'd I'd go too. Yeah, I mean, especially when we management, let's go. I mean, especially with the Flyers. I mean, the top, the first comment I saw when on that was, "Is there any former Flyer in broadcast that needs a needs a job in hockey front office?" Like, like that's all they. I feel like that's all, all they, they do. do. Yeah, but yeah, we got Danny for your GM. So except Ron Hextall, they sent him to Pittsburgh. Isn't he? And he's out. Yeah, he's <laughs> out, out now too. Yeah. He's he's messed up too much shit in in the state of Pennsylvania. Yeah. <laughs> All right. You guys got any like small things, news tidbits? Um, for um, people that, the people that are saying that Panger is like going to the like the rival or whatever, like he was he was a hawk. He was a real yeah. hawk, and he like, already went to the rival. He's coming home. Talking about yeah. coming, he's coming home. Yeah. Exactly. So I just wanted to say that. Idiots. You're right. All right. So we didn't really do. Oh, he didn't even play anywhere else besides Chicago. No. Yeah. He was just a hot. He only played like like 89 games, right? Yeah. 81. God damn. We are so close to being (laughs) nailed on all of them. All those tic tac toes are getting us fucking tired. Yeah. Right. It's crazy because his. His rookie year, he was on the all-rookie team, and he was third in Calder voting. Jesus. But it wasn't a good season. I was going <laughs> to say, like... He was 17-23-1 and one and had an 8-9-1 save percentage and a 3-8-4 goals against average. Man, that was a tough rookie class. I was saying, nah, yeah. that was in that class. Holy shit. Oh, wait. Are you... 87-88... Oh, oh my God! It it pulled up the NHL all the awards. I thought it was just the Calder Trophy, and it's just like Lemieux. It was like he was third to Lemieux. What? Like, <laughs> no, that's not. That was the heart. Um, Joe Newendike won the Calder that year, that's and then name. Ray Shepard from Buffalo came in second. Brett Hall was in fifth. Jesus, what the fuck? He had 32 goals, 32 assists for 64 points, and finished behind Darren Payne. Oh, my God, dude. That's hilarious. 80s were a wild time. Yeah, they were, man. It literally literally... was the Wild West of hockey. Yeah, yeah, it really was. Jesus. That's so funny. I love it. All right, well, we didn't do really recap the season or talk about the Hawks season at all one once the season came to a close because we just got right into playoff mode and focusing on the draft lottery and all that kind of stuff. So we'll touch on a little bit. I mean, we all know what happened. Hots did not win a lot of hockey games clearly because we won the first overall pick. So, um, Noli, we won the right thing. Yeah. Hey, you brought up the good thing of, you know, you, you ask it. Well, I mean, there's not much to talk about from the season. But going forward, there's a lot to talk about. So I was just wondering, I was just thinking, you know, like one word to describe this season, what would you guys give it? Like what what would your one word to be? Well, I was saying success because <laughs> in a in a weird sense. We we did it. <laughs> it's 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 done. Like, oh my God. 
I guess you could also say like weird. <laughs> I'll piggy like I'll piggyback mine off of yours there. I I say hope. Like oh okay thanks Obama. Well, <laughs> <laughs> what is this 2008? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> but no so so the reason I think that because it's like yeah we didn't win win hockey games it wasn't like a successful season in terms of win losses and all that kind of stuff but after what we've dealt with for the past you know the Stan Bowman era where you know there really wasn't a set game plan where everything changed you know he had to bring him in well no I'm just saying but like it's I have to because it's like there was never a set game plan because like his last year look at it he goes Goes on the media tour talking about how he's we're doing a re, like we're retooling we're not gonna go crazy we're gonna try to rebuild our prospect pool, and that turns into trading for Seth Jones signing Mark Andre Fleury, trade all this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Was that trade for Mark Andre Fleury? Yeah, it's like trade a, for Seth Jones. Wow. It trades Tyler Tyler Johnson as well. With Kyle, him, he's Kyle. like this is this is the one that's gonna bring us back to glory. But then seeing Kyle Davis and sticking to his guns and in the plan he's putting out there, that's got to give you hope for for that this team is going to get back up to being a Stanley Cup contender. It might it's not going to be next year. It's not going to be the year following, but it's going to be a lot sooner than a lot of people thought. And it's a big thing to do is because of Kyle Davis and and how he's setting up this team. And then also it's like himself. Yeah, and then the other thing too is Coach Richardson. And in putting identity onto the on ice product and setting this team up to have its have have systems in place and and like I said, identity that we haven't had since the uh the Q era. Like we had that weird period with Carlton where it's like who was really in charge there? And there there yeah. was there was nothing going waiting, on. Waiting for his like awkward first season to end and then it just never ended where he just you realize he didn't know what was going on. Right. Um, yeah, no, I was going to kind of go along the lines of what you said, Jeremy. I was going to say confidence. Like, it, yeah, confident in Davidson. I'm confident in Richardson as a coach. Like, he's proven, like, he knows what he's doing. And he's he's getting these players, the best out of the players. Um, and I'm also confident that the Hawks are getting Connor Bedard. So, I would just say <laughs> going forward, man. Even just going off of, like, what the – like, with Richardson, too, is, like, this team got beat down um, a lot. They were in like almost every game though. Yeah. And not once did I ever feel like, yeah, this team doesn't care anymore mm-hmm. because they were every game they played fucking hard as hell. And he got them to do that on with a, a, a incredibly losing record, which is just like so impressive. Cause you, you can know, see, every win you can, you can, you can feel the, the defeat when, when teams have it yeah, and the Hawks oh, yeah. never really had it. No. You you know Davidson was up in the press box like every win like fuck Richardson no come on that's what I was gonna say yeah I was gonna say like, like there was really times I think this team was feeling it too well and yeah. like, when we started started the season when they started what was it like four zero and one or something like that or like that like oh, a, everybody's like are we good yeah <laughs> <laughs> and then the next ten games that we were like we're no 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 no, no. Yeah. but it's like, like we're back to where we thought we were yeah <laughs> like you said I think you could count on two hands the times that we were actually blown out in hockey games this season yeah. like it, and was... it was both against Seattle whoa hello <laughs> <laughs> but <Sorry>. yeah <laughs> my, my screen like changed for a second because I got a, like a, like a weird notification I thought that the meeting ended oh. <laughs> But yeah, it was both against Seattle. That's what it was. 
in Boston that one game. And yeah, then we got him back. Boston. Yeah, eat yeah. it. <laughs> and we beat Pittsburgh, so that's fun. Exactly. And changed hockey history in the process. <laughs> but just like yeah. what's his name missing that empty netter? Yeah. Oh, Patrick Stefan. Yeah. Greatest. To, to land us Patrick Kane, and then we that's what Anthony Anthony C got the contract for. Because his goal is what gave it Connor Bedard. Was his the, was his the game winner? Yeah, I thought it was Buddy winner. Robinson. Was no, the his, game winner. technically it was. I think it was and the CU because it was like what was it, like five three or something like that. Oh, oh man, I'm trying to pull it up. I remember looking at it before, and I swear I thought it was Buddy Robinson. Oh man, go oh, wait. I think it was Anthony CU. Oh man, I can't wait for the schedule to come out. The more confidence you're showing in Buddy Robinson, like my confidence level is going down, but I'm still fairly confident. Still fairly confident. Uh, first goal: Connor Murphy, Malkin, Buddy Robinson, Anthony. So you got the third one. So yeah. What was the score of the game? Five two. Five two. God, he still has his LA team picture up. That's so funny. They were probably like, "Oh, he's not going to be here long enough to like put the Hawks one up." But yeah, I mean, any any other takeaways from the season? Bring me the draft and bring me next season. I'm just I'm glad like we knew the season wasn't going to go well, but it was still enjoyable to watch. Yeah, and like really follow along. And I think this was also the first time in a while that we got to pay more attention to like the draft class coming up because like it was going to be such a a huge deal like this time. So. We can now we're just it's so day. fucking stoked for it. It's gonna be great. And I mean, I'm so glad that they brought Domi in because he was one of the biggest highlights of the whole season. Oh so, yeah. Just watching him play every night was was a blast. FSU too, man. Like he had yeah, some of the most really incredible good. goals of the season. That's what I'm saying. He's got nasty, he's got yeah. crazy foot speed. Like he, yeah. his I, uh his two way two way play and his X's and O's aren't great, but nasty he's fucking luis mendoza buddy (laughs) absolutely yeah but he can stop (laughs) but he can stop (laughs) not all the time that's why he got he got so many penalties running into goalies (laughs) true he's d3 luis mendoza where like he finally learned to stop but it's still it's still an iffy thing still iffy (laughs) all right uh any more any more you want to talk about the blackhawks you want to move on uh nhl can't wait to go to the draft. Yeah, let's let's we can move on. All right. NHL talk. Um what happened? Um Phil Kessel's a three time Stanley Cup champion. So is Jonathan Quick and Alec Martinez. The Phil, the Thrill, the Holy Mackinac has three. Yeah. Is Jonathan is Jonathan Quick really does does he meet the criteria for it? Yeah, yeah. because uh he dressed, he backed up. Yeah, he backed up. The whole playoffs essentially. Oh, I didn't know that. Uh, yeah, almost the whole playoffs. Um, but all the whole final, he did. Yeah, the whole final. So, oh, they're really, they're gonna have four goalies on the cup, which is yeah. fucking insane. They had four goalies on the ice celebrating. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't know. I want it. Like, I don't think that's ever been done. Yeah, usually you have like one, two, maybe, like three, three yeah. at the most. Yeah, yeah. twenty fifteen Hawks had three. They had Darling Ranta and uh, Crawford. And Crawford, yeah. But, like, I really can't think of a fourth, like, any team with four. Wow. 
What was I, w- part- I would have said like maybe Pittsburgh, but like I don't know what they had because they had Flurry. Did they have Jari and DeSmith and then Murray? Mm, no, it was just three. Because I yeah. know Murray got in because like there was two injuries ahead of him, so I didn't know if there was a backup to him mm. or if somebody was like healed enough to just back up. Light the lantern during the hockey playoffs with DraftKings Sportsbook. New customers can make a $5 bet and score $200 in bonus bets instantly. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code THPN. That's code THPN only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Messages call 800-327-5050 or visit gamblinghelplinema.org. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Kansas, call 1-800-522-4700 on behalf of the Boot Hills Casino and Resort. Uh, 21 plus in eligible states, but age varies by jurisdictions. Eligible restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details and state-specific responsible gambling resources. Bonus bets as far as seven days after issuance. Uh, eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash hockey terms. Well, Nolan looks that up. Vegas wins in five games. Uh, Dominating 14. Plus 14 in five games. <laughs> Gold they, they won the Jeez. clinching. The clinching game was nine to three. And uh, let me ask, what was more anticlimactic that entire game or the 2010 overtime goal? Did it go in? Did it not go in? That one was fantastic. No, the, that one. The, with the second that Vegas scored like a fourth goal, I was like, "Oh, okay." Like the game was over halfway through the game. Shut it down. Yeah, I turned it off. I didn't even finish watching it. Dude, I watched the celebrations and they showed the score that it was uh, it was nine to three, and I was like, "Oh shit, that's right." It was a fucking blowout. I was just so like, like watching the celebration that I completely forgot what the score was. Like ten minutes. Yeah. I, I, the last forty seconds, they just stood there. And then they all jumped on the ice with like 10 seconds left. And I was yeah. really hoping that like one of the refs would just blow the whistle. I'm like, too many men. <laughs> yeah, out here. It would have been so good. But yeah, it's, it's just upsetting because like, I mean, it, obviously afterwards, like the injuries came out and Florida was just destroyed with that injuries because that's so- exactly, that's exactly what we actually talked about pre playoffs that like the East was going to just murder themselves. Mm-hmm. And then whoever came out of the West was probably just going to sweep it up and just be like, okay, like, thanks. That's but was exactly that the ca- was that really the case, though? Like, do you think even if Florida was healthy, like, Vegas, I feel like is – I know we're not Vegas guys. Like, we're not fans yeah. of Vegas. But oh, it's yeah. like they are a, on paper – I mean, they're a great team. They have yeah, – yeah, yeah. they're, they're a fantastic team. They're 16 like, million, 14 million over the cap. They yeah. through the playoffs. Yeah. But it's like, do you think Florida even had a chance against Vegas, even if they're healthy? I think that they definitely would have had a better chance. Um, that also, team was that team was like streaking. I think that what hurt them too was sweeping Carolina and being off for so long because they were riding high after each of the first two playoff series wins. Yeah. Um, also, they touched the trophy after winning the conference finals and Vegas didn't. Um, so. Just saying. Some people say that 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 means something. No, uh, because in the East, I mean, the only team that sold. hasn't, yeah, the only team that hasn't um gotten that right was last year's Tampa team. 
since like 2016, since Pittsburgh. Right, well, Pittsburgh touched it in 2016, 2017. Back to back now. Um, Go back yeah, to not touching. Washington. Wait, is it Washington after Pittsburgh? I can't remember now. Yeah. And no, then and then Boston. Yeah. Boston didn't touch it. They lost they to the lost. Blues. Yeah. And then Tampa touched it. Um, because they didn't times. touch it. Fifteen. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, but if you're in the West, don't touch it. Don't touch it. No touching. <laughs> no touching. No touching. Uh, did, oh wait, no. Colorado didn't touch it last year. Or did they? I don't remember. I don't yeah. either. It really doesn't fucking matter. It doesn't. Uh, I only hockey saw hockey in our stupid, super stupid superstitions. Yeah. Uh, I only saw Flurry and uh, Murray on the, both the cups. Oh really? Okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Did you see Marcia though? Went up to Stone when they were like bringing the cup out, and he's like, "Hey, Stoner, you can touch this one." <laughs> <laughs> Because I guess Stone went up to Marcia So and was like when they won the West and was like, we're not touching it. And Marcia So was like, no, we're not touching it. And he's like, like, why not? And he's like, because we touched it last time we lost. We're not fucking touching it. <laughs> so then, yeah, when the cup came out, I was like, we can we can touch this one. It's cool. I, I did like when they passed it around to the like original, like original, like Vegas original guys. Vegas that was pretty really yeah, cool. Colorado did touch it. They did. Okay. I oh, have it. Interesting. Um, did you um, see? Did you see the video of Marsha show in the locker room with the Conn Smythe trophy? And he's yeah. like, "Hey, what do I do with this? Where no, do I put this?" Just standing there. Yeah, he, do was, do he was. Yes, don't just stand there. You know, actually, come here and help me. <laughs> um, did you see the video of everybody in the locker room already and Stone walking in with the cup and everybody just spraying him? Like that has to be one of the best feelings in the world. Like. Coming into the locker room where it's just the boys again after being with your family and everybody just showering you and you got the cup, like, oh, my God. Between that and just the whole tradition of the Stanley Cup, like, I don't even know how you can even make an argument that it's not the best trophy and the best celebration and the best presentation in all sports. You also like, don't celebrate each round that you win because it's yeah. more than just a round. <laughs> I, I fucking I had to look this up, but it's – Every single time, talk about like March or so, I think about this Twitter rant that he had where he just kept telling everybody to stop wasting his time. <laughs> <laughs> it was, I had to look it up because I want to know exactly what it was, but it was like after he like got called for diving or something like that, people were like really shitting on him. And then he had comments like, shut the fuck up, little dick, and go suck your mummy, your mummy's something, like, whatever, or something, and stop wasting my time. <laughs> Another commenter asked if he's playing soccer, and he says, your dog is as ugly as you. Don't waste my time again. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, so fucking funny. His whole rant is just, like, always ends with, stop wasting my time. That's Don't awesome. waste my time. <laughs> but Florida got rid of him. They're like, this guy's gonna be a problem. Yeah, you're such a weirdo. <laughs> Oh, it's so funny though. We glanced over the injuries. Do you have that list of injuries still, Tanner? Yeah, absolutely. Um, it it's so far it's just Florida. I literally have no clue if there was anybody injured on Vegas because it definitely did not look like it. But the biggest one was um Matthew Kachuk. I'm sure everybody's heard. If you haven't heard, fractured his fucking sternum in Game Three. Played Game Four where he had to be helped getting his equipment on and then was that the game that no, no, no. game three when he came back 
that's the game that they won was game three. Yeah. He scored the tying goal and sent it to overtime. Yeah. That's, holy, that's hilarious. And then game um, four, he he had that like he was in the slot with a like a second left and got yes. a shot off. Almost yes. got it too. And just it was just a little too late, but it was insane. Yeah. Um and then Ekblad was playing with a broken foot that he suffered in the Boston series, plus two shoulder dislocations and an oblique tear. And Jesus. I guess that was all during Boston, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. And then apparently Sam Bennett was injured. It doesn't really say. And then also Radko Gudis was playing with a high ankle sprain. And those are some of their big, big tough guys too. <laughs> it's just like playing completely. I mean, going up. going back to what you were saying, like, did would Florida have had a chance? Like, dude, everything they live and die by Kachuk. Like, they really yeah. went. He's fucking playing. The rest of the the motor's just running on everybody. Like, if he's getting grimy and he's like doing what he does, Bennett's out there doing the same thing. Reinhardt's doing out there doing the same thing. Like, Gudis is getting in people's faces. Like, yeah. that's what they do. And as soon like game four, Kachuk was like chipping the puck in and like avoiding hits as po- much as possible. Obviously, because he fucking broke his sternum, couldn't even get his chest protector on by himself. So like, not seeing him do that, plus all these other guys are hurt it kind of just pushes them off the like it just throws them off their own game and yeah. it's just once they stopped playing that kind of game and getting into guys heads that's when they lost it and not only that but like vegas had so many veterans they had so many guys that won cups before and they knew not to get into the shit yeah. where boston yeah they they have a couple guys that have won a cup but like overall they really don't have a ton of guys like vegas does honestly and Toronto obviously didn't have a ton of experience. They finally got out of the first round. And then Carolina, they don't have a ton of experience there either. Like, Florida's gotten everybody's head, but once they hit Vegas, Vegas is like, we're here to win the cup. Like, I don't care yeah. what you do. I completely forgot that Montour also had a, a torn labrum. Yeah, oh, Montour yeah. too. Yeah, I mean, that's the other one. God and he, he, was a, he was a beast. He's the one that tied the game in game seven against Boston. He, had, he was just a monster. Played uh, played it sixty minutes on the ice in Game One against Carolina, like just smiling away. He's insane. I can't wait to see what he does next year. That could, like, no, he he exploded these playoffs and he had an amazing season this year too. It's it, he's gonna be exciting to watch. Yeah, he was on my fantasy team having a great year. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, like Ekblad fighting through all that and he scores the first goal for Florida in Game Five. Like these guys, just it's just crazy what they can do. Like, yeah, Montour scored Game Four. I'm pretty sure too. Like. Yeah, he did. Yeah, it's just well, was his who was Montour's goal the one that got ricocheted or was that yeah. yeah yeah no that was Montour's that was just like ping 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 yeah. <laughs> like he scored but like the the crazy thing is too it, like though. game four like game four could have easily gone to Florida just as much as it went to Vegas like it it yeah. came down the last like few seconds that they like they put it, they actually shut it down. They, went, they scored two. They were down three nothing. Scored two, and like we're just right back into it. They went over fourteen on the power play this series. Oh yeah, their power play was trash. Like, but the thing with Vegas too, like that they did extremely well, and they did it all year. Was they blocked like a million fucking shots? They literally like, do not let anybody in the slot. They're so so good defensively, and then they're also like we said, like they're just so disciplined. So even getting 14 power plays, like, for Florida, like, that's a lot. But, like, that's probably the most that they had, like, 
the entire playoffs. And not only blocking shots, but pucks in, or sticks in lanes, dude. Like, passes were hard to come across. Like, once you got in that defensive zone, like, it was hard to move the puck. Just their sticks are just right where they're supposed to be. Eichel yeah. was a madman with blocking lanes. Like, it was crazy watching yeah. it. And it's funny, like, just talking about Eichel, like, I feel like his whole perception from Buffalo to Vegas, like, he, he threw out the Ryan O'Reilly quote where, like, I found my love for the game again. Yeah. Like, like he enjoyed he actually wanted to come to the rink right like it's just oh man it's it's crazy and like he was unbelievable these playoffs like i'm just like i'm not a big vegas guy i was never a big eichel guy but man he had a fucking run what was, he was, what so was that what was the list of like players from like the 2017 buffalo team that have gone on to like succeed oh my god i don't even is yeah. it ryan o'reilly on it and yeah. then Jack Eichel, yeah. Linus Allmark was the goalie who just yeah he's gonna win the Vezina. Um, who else did they have? Reinhardt, fucking. I feel like there's more. I don't know. They they oh, also like they had like Buffalo had Brandon Montour. They traded him to Florida. Yeah, there's a lot of like ex Buffalo guys like in these playoffs. What year was it? 2017. I think it was 2017. That's what I saw. It was just like it's just crazy. Oh man, how about so like <laughs> game five, obviously, in our group chat when Florida's just getting demolished and we're just talking about how Evander um, King. Sorry. Evander King, yeah, he's also on the team. Um, about how like there's so many guys on Florida that just didn't show up <laughs> and <laughs> talking about like for Hagee, but like even though he scored the game winner, like that was about all he did that entire series. Ryan Hart not doing anything, Sam Bennett not doing anything, Eckler not doing much, and I just go, man, the fucking 2014 draft class just really showing off that they fucking aren't shit. And then <laughs> Eckblad, Ryan Hart, and Bennett <laughs> all score, five, all score. <laughs> and I was like, you gotta be kidding me! Like, <laughs> like if they collected any more guys from the 2014 draft class, if they had. What? Ten guys. Ten, yeah, ten guys. They would have won that game. <laughs> they would have won. They all would have scored. <laughs> all scored. And just been like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> um, Zach Bogosian was on that team. Jake McCabe. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Robin Leonard. Allmark. Uh, Evan Rodriguez. Hilarious. <laughs> yeah. It's so funny. So funny. Um. Yeah, I don't know. Whether they I were, wish, I wish not. it was. I wish it was a better series. I, I really was say, if they were healthy, it definitely would have been a better series. And the way these playoffs went, like these playoffs were so much fun. There were so many, yeah, new guys, new teams that had breakouts, and it just made it so much fun. And just like the way it ended, just it just made it like it just made it suck. I feel like because yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. and it's all like recency bias because all that I can really remember now is the final, and it's like it was. Right. Like, it reminds me of um, almost of like 2014 where, yeah. holy shit, what a series, like Hawks in LA. And then LA goes out and plays the Rangers and wins five. five. Yeah, Just yeah. absolutely destroys them. Rangers didn't stand <laughs> a chance. Like, Yeah, it was, oh my God. Yeah. I Do you think that Carolina would have had any better of a chance against Vegas? I don't, I don't know. I think I this think was so. just Vegas's cup to lose at this yeah. point. I don't yeah. think there was anything that was going to change were gonna this get- outcome. If they were gonna get knocked out, it was gonna be by somebody in the West. Yeah, yeah, and I mean the West. The West was the only ones that came kind of close. I don't think they went even Game Seven in any of their series. 
God, hey, what, what five against Winnipeg, six against Edmonton, and six against Dallas? Sounds right, yeah. That does sound right, yeah. Um, just kind of speaking about the playoffs as a whole, like, what do you like? What are your, some of your favorite moments? <laughs> I think the Florida run was uh was yeah. unbelievable. I um, mean, just watching coming back from three to one, yeah. down three to one against Boston, and then I know that's not Shinoli, but you know, going through like everybody was kind of feeling like the second Toronto got past that first round, it was like look out for Toronto kind of thing, yeah. and Florida like their cup to lose. Everybody Dude, got I- ridden off. Everybody right. rated off Florida in that one too, and here they come. They fucking walk through that one again, and then it's Carolina and all that kind of stuff. Me and Dicer watched uh, game game six against Tampa together, and I was saying I wanted Boston. He's like, no, no, you want Florida. I was like, dude, I don't know, man. If they get past Boston, like, I'm scared. Like, I'd rather play Boston. I'd rather go through Boston. Like, yeah. if you end up losing to Boston, it's like they got our number again. And But, like, I don't know. Like, you get off that high – finally winning that series and you play Boston, that's your next like rival. Like that's your next like mountain climb. It would have been so much better. It would have been more in their heads. But as soon as it was Florida, I was like, dude, Florida's, I really thought the Leafs were still going to do it, but man, Florida was on, they were on a run. I think they needed, they needed Boston. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I think that is the the beast they have to, they have to slay. Like they got through that first one. Now it's like, the boss level is bo- getting through Boston. It's like Washington had to go through Pittsburgh to get to. Yeah. Top. Yeah. But like, it was like, as soon as Florida won, it went from, Oh man, Leafs have to get past Bruins to go to the next round to Florida can do this. <laughs> like, <basically laughs> like this script was completely flipped. Yeah. Like that was a great run. Um, Honestly, like one of my big stories out of this was New Jersey's for real, man. Like, yeah. We'll see what their goaltending is like next year, but man, New Jersey's for real. Jack Hughes is for real. Like that's gonna be a fun team to watch. Seattle, just Seattle. taking out the yes. taking out Seattle the cup champs. Just fucking wait. The did they, they went seven against Dallas, right? That was seven. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, yeah they lost two. Wyatt Wyatt Johnston's goal. That backhander. Oh, yeah. Holy shit! Goal of the playoffs. I think um, by far. Oh yeah. Didn't, Insane. Didn't, didn't Pasta go between the legs against Florida? Yeah, he did. <laughs> <laughs> I think they lost that game too. I think they did. I think that was a like game or five, maybe or six. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ, that was that was insane. Oh man, there was so many really good goals. I, the I mean, the Matthew Kachuk celebration of OT winner, what game two of the Eastern Conference Final, where he's just like. Yeah. Uh, hit the door. <laughs> game one and game two, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He did it back to back, and he's just like, yeah, ten, let's go. Well, the the one in game two was much quicker, and it was just a tap in, point to the door, and like, let's go. Yeah, <laughs> you fucking love it. Um, I, I think also just the emergence of Matthew Kachuk as just a supreme superstar. Yeah, and I mentioned in our uh, group chat, but I wouldn't put it against him to win the heart next year. Because could you imagine being like? the heart and soul of the team, dra- like basically dragging them to the fucking Stanley Cup final and you watch them lose. Dude, if five. playoffs was consideration for that trophy, like I think he wins oh, it yeah. this year. Yeah, I mean, yeah. he he's, he's going to easily put up over 100 points again next year. So like he'll be up there for like heart consideration and I guarantee like he he will be a top three. I think he might get it. it the That kid's got so much drive. Fucking 
it's gonna like, be scary like, how good next year he will be. That team um, runs through him. Like yeah. it, it absolutely runs through him. Um another thing, uh I mean McDavid and Drysdale just being McDavid and Drysdale. Drysdale still is tied for the most goals in the playoffs. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's so both have 13. He had 13 goals in like six games. Yeah. yeah. And uh, uh, yeah, he only played two rounds. Like, yeah. <laughs> That's what happens every year with them. They lead the playoffs in points. Yeah. And then it comes to like seven. the last game of the Stanley Cup final that like somebody finally passes one of them. So he was tied with Marcheseau in goals and he only had seven less points in 10 less games. With the Conn Smythe winner. <laughs> Can you imagine if they Crazy. were competent enough to build the right team around them? I know. It'd be scary. God. Yeah. Davidson, take a note on what they're doing with McDavid and Drysaddle up there. Yeah, how the Opposite with Bedard and whoever yeah. the Bedard's number two is going to be. Like, I'm so excited that we're going to have Bedard and then... I mean, we're going to have our own German that's going to play alongside yeah. him, too. It's yep, just yeah. like, dude, picture perfect. Like, let's, let's fucking go. Let's have him have, like, a couple, like, okay years. Sign him to a really good deal. And then have oh, yeah. him. I said on that. It's only 8.5 8. for eight yeah. years. And then everybody's like, this guy's, like, second in the league in points. What the fuck? Everybody's like, why did you sign him to that? And then a year later, they're like, where did he come from? How is he on this good of a deal? Yeah, give yeah. me all of that. Yeah. That's th- that stuff I want. The non-playoff success, I don't want. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, and don't trade for like a Mike Smith or a Duncan Keith. Like, <laughs> don't like, keep giving don't Mike Smith kind of multiple year contracts. Nico Costner or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. A forty-year-old tandem. Like yeah, this is this is how we'll succeed. Look that. Um, piggybacking off of what you said though, too, Noli, about New Jersey being for real. How about yeah. just the fact that the parity among the league is getting so much better that yeah. we're getting fresh looks and new teams that are competing. I and, love the turnover. Yeah, yeah. Like it's not the same four or five teams every single wow. year. Now I feel like we're starting to see, you know, more teams be competitive and it's like, there's a big separation from the really bad teams and the really good teams. So it's yeah. like the bottom five, bottom six, or whatever. Yeah, they're really bad. But everybody else was kind of within striking distance of a playoff po- spot up yeah. until the last couple weeks of the season. That's what yeah. I always love too. Is that last like wild card push? You get the games like the, like the Hawks in Pittsburgh, man. Like yeah. the ones that like, don't think that you're gonna are gonna matter at the end of the year. Like when you look at the schedule, <laughs> it ends up having like, huge playoff implications for some people. I mean, Calgary just shit the bed. Like yeah. it was, at the end of the year, it was like who. Who really doesn't want this spot? Because like Winnipeg was playing like shit, Calgary was playing like shit. Like it was just Winnipeg it, was in first in the yeah. West in January. Yeah, yeah, and barely made the playoffs. Um, Speaking the only Winnipeg division that doesn't CLA or Hellebuck. Yeah, <laughs> Buffalo. Um, yeah. The only thing that doesn't change is Atlantic. It's Boston, Toronto, Tampa. <laughs> but I think That's going coming. forward. It's, it's time. I think it's time. I think Florida, look out for Ottawa, especially with their new ownership and Buffalo. And Buffalo, man. Buffalo, Buffalo, I think has the chance to make like the biggest leap this upcoming season, depending yeah. on what they do this offseason, which is they really make, just get a fucking goalie. Get a goalie. It's all you need <laughs> is a goalie. And there's two big ones that everybody's like, you probably could trade for them. Yeah. And oh my God, if they do not get Gibson, I'm going to like, if they don't get Gibson. Makes, but they get Hellebuck, you'd be okay. 
yeah, but the thing that makes so much more sense though is Gibson's younger and he's on term yep. with a better deal. If you're going to get Hellebuck, you're going to have to sign him again next year, or you're going to wait this year out, sign him in the offseason, and he's going to be making eight, nine million dollars. To me, it's a no fucking brainer. Use your fucking assets, like your draft capital, and send it to Anaheim for whatever the fuck they want and get Gibson in there and then make a playoff run. And obviously, I, I, I don't even know what's going on in Anaheim because I feel like they have so many key players that, like, young studs that could be yeah. playing, but they just sucked ass this year. Like, they were so bad. And yeah. I feel so bad for Gibson. Like, he's such a good goalie, and they've been so bad around him for so long. Yeah, it's like he came into the team at the tail end of them being good. Yeah. Because, like, 2015, they were right on the doorstep as well. (laughs) And then downhill. Going into, you know, as it season ends, you know, the the way too early prediction betting odds for the Stanley Cup final comes out. Uh, DraftKings Sportsbook promo code THPN. Colorado is the favorite right now, plus seven fifty. No, um, Vegas is plus thirteen hundred to repeat, and Florida is plus seventeen hundred. I mean, throwing on Vegas wouldn't be bad, but I just want to know how they're gonna figure yeah, out they- the cap and bring somebody in for the playoffs like they did this year to fucking right like who's who's going to become like the injury like who's going to be the injured guy that takes the hit so that and like you said nobody has come out with an injury so far from vegas so yeah right for grabs fucking mark stone comes in with a broken back and gets a hat trick in the game and it's like a clinching game like okay yeah i also lifted that cup up with uh with some ease yeah right I also love how you can draft uh, or bet on the draft and they just don't even give you an option for first overall like, <laughs> and even put a, anything on Bedard going first overall. Cause that's easy money. That's just guaranteed money. No, you have to put like a thousand dollars down to get like a quarterback. Like, like, <laughs> hey, that's a, that's a free quarter, baby. It's a free <laughs> quarter. <laughs> yeah. It'd probably be like minus like 10,000. It'd be fucking not worth it at all. Yeah, but if you had that money, you could have you could easily just make like if I had a million dollars, like all right, a million dollars on Connor Bedard, it's like cool. Yeah, but if bucks. the off right. chance they don't take you it, have to, do you have to launder some, like a hundred bucks? Hey, do you have to launder some money? Put it on Connor, <laughs> yeah. Connor Bedard. First overall. Money? Yeah, sure. <laughs> I'm cons- I'm I'm wondering. You're a like, low end drug dealer there, Jerry. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> um, with the the off season coming up, obviously, and like. With not knowing what the teams are going to look like, we we already know the cap situation for a lot of teams. But like, what's our buddy future considerations going to be looking like this year? <laughs> you know, I'm a Vegas, disappointed Vegas that they didn't get more reaction in the group chat. I'm a little disappointed. That future honestly, can... I read it and I was like, uh, what? And I locked my phone. I go, oh, that's funny. <laughs> like, <laughs> after I locked my phone, I'm not like, I'm not opening it back up. Damn it. <laughs> It's like Vegas is going to future consideration somebody. I think it's, I mean, it's probably going to be Robin Lehner. Like, why why would you hold on to your fifth goalie that's making the most money? He's bankrupt, too. They need to, yeah. Is he ever going to play again, though, too? They're like, I don't know, but he could be the LTI. They they likely are going to want to sign Aiden Hill because, I mean, he had an unbelievable playoff. 
but then you don't have any money for like anybody else because they literally have like what three and a half million dollars where are they at technically now right now 80 they're 80 but that's with robin laner on them too It makes sense just to buy laner out i mean that's a lot of i feel like you don't really see a lot of cap strap teams buying out players like they'll probably end up trading his contract um, but do they even do like what, what do they have to trade for a team to take on laner? That's what I'm wondering because they don't have draft picks. Talk, or to, talk to Arizona. They, they got all three first rounders. Oh, do they? I mean, yeah. Their next three first rounders. I mean, it's mm. not it's gonna you be know, I mean, obviously 32 this year, yeah. but still. Yeah. Well, you know, that's so like they're gonna keep their first round pick anyway, whoever they draft. So Right. Yeah, that's true too. Also, Jack Eichel, first ten million dollar player to win a Stanley Cup. You did it. Hey, greatest cup of coffee. Jack Eichel just undefeated in the playoffs. <laughs> it's crazy. Fucking four, yeah. four series wins, and uh, McDavid has five series wins and no cups. <laughs> McDavid is shit. It's all about Eichel, baby. The American borns. Um, I've you got anything else? Well, who do you think is going to win the cup next year before any offseason? Anything? I'm gonna be stupid. I'm gonna say Toronto. I'm gonna yeah, middle finger to Dubas. We all know. Damn. We all know Pittsburgh's gonna do it with Dubis behind the bench. Oh, yeah, yeah Pittsburgh's gonna do it before Toronto does. Oh god. Um I call them phonies and I don't believe in them. But I can I'm just gonna say Dallas. Okay. Maybe maybe the Rangers. It depends. Like I like the Rangers. It just depends on who they bring back, or like how they feel. Do they bring back Tarasenko? Do they bring back Kane? I don't think they bring back Kane. I think they bring back Tarasenko, and I think that's gonna be a better fit. Not yeah. having Kane there. Yeah. I think yeah. getting Kane actually made it work. Yeah, yeah. They have to re-sign Lafreniere. They have to re-sign Keandre Miller. Well, they need a back. They need a They're gonna trade Lafreniere. Are they? That's what they keep saying, like to Seattle. It's not Stanley Cup pick, but I think New Jersey next year is going to have their 0809 Blackhawk moment. You think so? Go to the conference final. Mm-hmm. Conference final action. I mean, it's it's hard to like discredit Carolina anytime. Yeah, well, they're they can't get past they can't get a fucking win in the conference final. Yeah, they you can, can't they can't get a healthy Svechnikov to make it to the playoffs. Yeah. Well. And aren't are all their goal, aren't all their goalies up to this year? Yeah. They have Kachekov signed, Svechnikov signed. They have a lot of guys that are up, but they also have $24 million plus in cap space. <laughs> Colorado's the favorite, Toronto's second, Edmonton's third, Carolina's fourth. Carolina yeah. or so Carolina, New Jersey, Tampa Bay. Vegas are all tied with the same odds. Boston's at 1,400. New York, Florida, Dallas, L.A., Calgary, Minnesota, Pittsburgh. Where are the Hawks? Hawks, (laughs) 
are plus fifteen thousand. Oh, two bucks, put, baby. Throw put some, there. put some money on it. Five bucks. Or no, sorry, they're plus ten thousand. So a five dollar bet wins you five hundred bucks. Bang. <laughs> and a Stanley Cup. I got fucking Bedard, baby. The Bedard <laughs> effect. Wow, this guy's fucking made of money. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! All right, before we wait, wrap wait, up, wait, 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 wait. what? The real question: Where's Arizona? Mullet Arena. And I don't mean Stanley Cup wise. Where are they located? Like actually next season. <laughs> <laughs> I mean next season they're playing. They're, they're still playing Mullet Arena. Now the following season, that's the question. Did you see? I thought, uh, I thought they were locked in a mullet for a couple more. I think it was two more. Um, yeah, but I think if they if they can't find a stadium in Arizona, what's the point yeah. of keeping keep playing there? Did you see uh, Vermelka came out and was ripping on them, like talking about how they couldn't even sell out a five thousand seat arena, and he's like, oh, "It's Vermelka." Ridiculous. Yeah, he's like, uh, "Tickets are one hundred sixty dollars in a college campus, like, but like we still can't sell it out, like." What the oh, fuck are you doing here? I don't think a single game was sold out this year. The pricing is stupid. 160 bucks for the cheapest ticket at a uni arena. Plus, we also don't play. We haven't played well, so there's that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking perfect. Just ripped apart everything. Stupid arena. Prices are terrible. We suck. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't have a bad year. Like, no, he played year. well. Yeah. Him and Clayton Collar, man. That's the whole reason they didn't. They weren't in the dead last. Talk about. I mean, going back to just the regular season, well, I guess we didn't really talk about it, but, like, Clayton Keller had a fucking breakout year, too. Oh, yeah. 88 points this year. Like, the kid's a stud. It's a, it's a shame. Didn't they – oh, fuck. What's this? Logan Cooley? Didn't he say he's going back to college this next season? Yeah. I think so, yeah. I mean, he could play in the college arena still if he wanted to join <laughs> Arizona, but, like – No, they said that that arena is smaller than his college arena. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure it is. <laughs> Because he's in Minnesota, Jesus Christ, yeah. that rinks better than like most NHL rinks. Yeah, I think North Dakota is the top, but Minnesota's got to be like right up there. Yeah. Um, I just Arizona, if they can be good, that'd be cool. Like Clayton Keller deserves to be on. Like after that season, man, like that kid needs to have some success. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I feel for those guys, man. Always gonna get traded out of there, like the rest of them do. Yeah, just at way too old though, like OEL. Yeah. Just like he gets traded to Vancouver, and then he, he's like, I, you know, I'm I'm gassed from carrying a team for twelve years. Like, it's <laughs> Vancouver immediately. They want to buy him out or trade him for yeah, <laughs> or they're trying to offload his contract. Hilarious. Right. Predictions uh, from NHL the NHL just keeps doing the same things over and over again. It's Quick great. recap: <laughs> predictions from. Beginning of the season for me and Tanner. Oh yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah. Stanley, uh, the Stanley Cup matchup. Tanner had Tampa Bay versus Edmonton, with Tampa Bay winning for the three peat. Right. I had New York versus three Calgary. Pete. It's not three peat. <laughs> or sorry, yeah, for three and four. Right. Three yeah, and three four. and four. I had New York versus Calgary with New York winning the cup. Hey. Um, trophy trophy winners. Hart, I had Matthews. You had McDavid. Vesna, I had Campbell. <laughs> you yeah. had uh, Jack. Jack, I had who? Jack Campbell. Okay. You had UC okay. Soros. Okay, that's not bad, dude. Okay, honestly, Soros, that poor bastard. He should absolutely yeah. be up for the Vesna. Like, oh yeah. His stats are unbelievable, and his like saves above expected are just insane. 
Yeah. It's and then, and then Norris, good. Norris Trophy, you had Kale McCarr, and I had Quinn Hughes. <laughs> there you go. Quinn Hughes had a good season. Love that Western Conference, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> um, bold takes. I had Yeiserman brings to bring it to Detroit, and Detroit knocks out Toronto in the first round. That was my two bold takes. Tanner, Huberto wins the Hart and the Art Ross Trophy. That was good. You you had it flipped. It should have been Kachuk. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> should have been You would have been way closer. I would have been. Yeah, absolutely. And you had Sorkin will outplay Shusurkin, which happened. Which did happen. Yeah, it did. Yeah, absolutely. So, so out of all that, we got one total right. <laughs> and you were barely off with the whole Huberto. If you would have just said yeah. Kachuk, would have been close. And then Jerem, if. I think you're one year off from Debrinke going to Detroit. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, I guess this offseason counts as next year, right? So, yeah. Yeah. Just proven I've been pushing this Debrinke to Detroit for a while. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm been hammering this one. So, I mean, I said that you, you would like to go there. So, all right. Um, you guys got anything else? Detroit's got two first rounders, don't they? They have a lot of draft picks. And apparently they only have interest in re-signing Suter. Oh, everybody yeah. else they're letting walk, including RFAs. Oh Jeez, wow! Really? Why? Who are they going to go after? Uh, they're going to load up on fucking. Well, I guess they don't have a ton. Matt Love, Joe Valeno, and Gustav Lindstrom. If that's the only RFAs they're going to let let walk that were on the team, I guess. Yeah, and I mean, one twenty six, twenty four, twenty three years old. I mean, yeah, honestly, like. Eiserman probably knows exactly yeah, what he's doing. I shouldn't. He's got. That. Yeah, yeah. He he's got. I mean, this is the time. I think these like the rebuilds could a point where it's like, all right, let's fucking. But I'm just curious if it's, anything changes with the owner in Ottawa, if that changes anything for Debrinket's plans, because it kind of sounded like the only question he had was what was going on with ownership. Yeah, because I mean, it seems like obviously you want to know who the owner is, what yeah. they're. Like. And where they're, but then he didn't come out saying he's not sure he wants to stay in Canada for the next eight years. I don't know exactly. I mean, that was said. I, I hear don't, a lot of shit. Yeah, yeah, I don't know what is legitimate and all that kind of stuff because, yeah, so, I mean, it, who knows? Who knows? But, all show. right. Episode well, 220. Directly. Episode 227. Tanner, what do you want to call it? Final uh, Viva Las Vegas. Why not? They They deserved it, I guess. <laughs> I still can't like fully give it to them because it's like they just upset me so much. It's not even the team. It's not even the players that upset me. It's the fact that their management just shits on players that they've had yeah. and circumvents the cap like crazy. No loyalty. But the players, the players are completely cool. Like, yeah, yeah. That's why the uh, the original six misfits got the cup first. It was like, wow, you guys made it. You did. <laughs> yeah, right. You're the ones that didn't get tossed to the curb. <laughs> right, Jesus. The fact that they. Toss flurry, they toss patcheretti, they fucking it doesn't matter. Like they do they just it's so business for them that it's crazy. It's weird. It's weird to like be a fan of that team when it's like, how do you how are you so certain that your favorite player on the team doesn't just get tossed? Like they gave uh Montreal their captain Nick Suzuki. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I mean Jesus. For Patcheretti too, right? Wasn't that part of the Patcheretti training? Yeah. Yes. (laughs) All right, well, episode 227 of Las Vegas. Make sure to follow the show on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, anywhere you listen to podcasts. 
social media at WCB Podcast. Uh, DraftKings promo code THPN that works for draft uh, the sports book and the daily fantasy. Um, yeah, other than that, we will see you on the next one. Oh, I just came up with a better name. What? <laughs> what is it? Bill the Thrill. <laughs> for three cups, baby. Okay. Yeah, I like that you know, better. Like, yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's better. <laughs> All right, we will. Uh, we'll see you on the next one. All right, love you boys. Bye. Thanks for listening to the WCB podcast. Be sure to subscribe wherever you heard this podcast. To connect with Jerome and Tanner, check out the boys at WCB Podcast on all social media. We'll see you next time.